Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks the journey. So join me each week as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today I'm joined by the phenomenally talented singer-songwriter, Grace Davies, Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Honestly, I'm going to say it now, but Roots is a hug for me. Uh, Oh. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm very glad that you're here. (laughs) You. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. That song is like, it feels like my baby, like my actual child um, (laughs) that I've like nurtured over the the past five years. But I'm so glad that you like it. Oh, honestly, it's one of those songs that I never get bored of. But before we get into that, because I want to I want to pick this song apart and obviously the EP and the rest of your music. Mm -hmm. I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle. And it's something where 
once it's off my chest it supposedly makes me feel better it doesn't okay. it, I just kind of kind of convince myself it, <laughs> it's, yeah it's <laughs> yeah get it all out exactly. <laughs> um so this week grace what's been winding me up is door etiquette now right. stick with me <laughs> with this okay one, okay because there's a few things here one is the obvious someone not saying thank you when you've held the door open for them Mm-hmm. but what's more so been winding me up I feel like because I've done it and even thinking about it now makes me kind of like really cringe is when someone's holding the door but you're a little bit too far away so you have to oh, do that you've got to do little, little jog. Shuffle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate it so much yeah yeah but it, oh. it's like in the same token it's like when you can see a car coming when you're about to cross the road and you do like the little jog to like get past the car but then you kind of stop halfway through the road so you've only really jogged for like the first half of the road and then you just do the walk for the second it's kind half of like, like oh thank you for doing me a favor then like yeah. eh, well I'm halfway through now so yeah <laughs> and out of breath <laughs> yeah no you gotta do the little shuffle to the door yeah and we all do it it's, oh, it's so awkward as well and it's just it raised the question as I was walking away embarrassed and out of breath it was like how far away do you have to be from the door before it gets awkward yeah yeah exactly now, I, f- I mean three meters you're like yeah I can do a little job anything further than that they might as well yeah. just you know I mean, three meters is a push grace but... yeah no that's fair actually <laughs> depends how quick Paul, you Paul are Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's a lot and it's this is the kind of stuff that kind of keeps me up at night so Mm -hmm. thank you for this wow okay okay staring at the ceiling thinking man if i'd have just scooted a bit quicker if only i was paula radcliffe yeah okay got it although she pooed in the street once and that did she yeah sorry i'd like to tell this story and i don't know why because i have no it has no relevance to anything but obviously she's a marathon runner and I just remember this one year. It's my one memory of Paula Radcliffe is that she had to go to the toilet halfway through and she just, she just, I don't know why I know this. Surely that's (laughs) illegal. Wow. Well. That's a whole new, I'm sorry to start the show. (laughs) No, that is a scandal. Paula Hun, come on. That's quite funny. I started off so well. (laughs) (laughs) We had good intentions for this podcast. (laughs) Is, is there anything that kind of that winds you up that kind of gets on your go a little bit that winds me up um I don't know I, I should have thought about this I, don't um, that. I probably should have give you the heads up because <laughs> I love how I, when I asked my guests this it's like the cogs start turning because it is like well everything winds me up so yeah. then it's like well how can I even pinpoint this one thing yeah, it's so true because if like there's so many things during the day that you just think like, oh, that's really annoying. But then when someone asks you, you're like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I guess like something I've noticed since like moving to London is just like train times. I think when you live in a, a rural area like I used to, there'd be like one train an hour. Yeah, and now I like get to the tube station, I'm like. Oh, three minutes god like why is it not here (laughs) um so I feel like I'm now I'm now getting annoyed at trains not being there when I arrive um I think that's a valid point though I think it is a valid point because I feel like 
a lot of us have no patience yeah <laughs> I think that's that's what it comes down to yes that's exactly what I've realized especially when I'm like I've had a night out I'm getting the tube at 2 a.m and I'm like oh, 10 minutes <laughs> good lord how inconvenient <laughs> You'd happily wait 10 minutes in like a McDonald's queue or something. Oh, this absolutely. is this is the difference. This is a very British thing for us to be doing. Yes, priorities, <laughs> I think. True. It's very true. Yeah. Chicken nuggets, I will wait for. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> 25 minute wait, no problem. Three no minutes worries. for a tube home, you're having a laugh, mate. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's <so> disgusting. True. <laughs> Dear Mr. TFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. So thank you for sharing that with me. Of course, of course. Glad to get it off my chest. Do you feel better? I do. Weight's been lifted. <laughs> See, that's what we're here for. It's like <laughs> this little waffle is like a free therapy session. Yeah, there we go. Didn't know you needed. <laughs> <laughs> so I talk about music a lot on the show and I love having a musical guest on the show purely because I get to hear the inspiration and the journey behind like some of my, like my favourite songs, and Roots is that for me. It's it's one of those songs that, like I said earlier, like I never get tired of listening to it. And it it's kind of like when I first heard it, I was in a certain situation that it related to, and now I'm in a different situation. It like, oh, well, I'm yeah. just gonna. It's like a like a plaster. Is what I'm right. Gonna say. Okay. <laughs> I'm not musically trained. I, my terminology <laughs> isn't great. <laughs> no, but I've I've never had someone call one of my songs a plaster before. So there you go. It's it's the it's the remedy I need in whatever oh. situation or whatever cut I have. Lovely. That sounds really dramatic. <laughs> and I'm really taking sad, it. But watch yeah. that be in my next press release. Honestly, <laughs> so Taylor, age thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Chris's songs are like plasters. Full stop. Exactly, that's it. that's it. They'll know <laughs> that's what it means. <laughs> so what was like, obviously, feel free to obviously expand on kind of like the inspiration and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But obviously share whatever you want to share about it. But like, how, how was that born? Because it sounds like you're having a bit of a time with it <laughs> when it was yeah. written. It was, I think I, because I grew up in quite a small little village and there wasn't really much going on. And especially for someone who wanted to pursue music, I was kind of always told that that was a little bit too ambitious. Um, And I'd kind of been doing the weddings and the pubs and maxed out my bounds, I guess, where I was. Um, So I, I moved down to North London to be closer to my manager. And this was my first time moving out of my parents' house. And it just felt like I was so close to like where everything was happening. And I guess like if you're wanting to work in the creative industry, normally London is the place to be for that kind of stuff. Um, So it just felt like this whole new life. And as much as I love where I grew up, like I just didn't want to go back there because I didn't want to have to go backwards. I felt like I was just in touching distance of like the music industry. Um, And that's kind of what Roots was about. Like I just moved into this house and I was like so in love with it and just so in love with like doing music every day. And um, that's kind of what the lyric, well, is what the lyrics are about. I was like, it's weird because people have used Roots at their weddings and things like yeah. that and like see it as this like big love song. And that's for exactly me, what I thought. 
Yeah, for me, I'm actually singing it about the house that I was in and like how I didn't want to go back to my hometown because like my roots won't keep me warm. Um, so yeah, that's wow. what it's about for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote it in, in this house, like in my living room, completely by myself. Um, and yeah, it's just a baby that I never really expected to do what it's done. But um, it's been obviously great for me. God, this is exactly why I love having kind of like musical guests on the show because I love how you can interpret someone's words into I mean sometimes in a bad way but we're not going to go yeah. with it but like <laughs> you can interpret that like so many different ways like you said like at people's weddings I genuinely thought it was like a love song yeah so to hear that is like it's actually quite something I, I am going to kind of ask you about there because obviously we talk about kind of like mental health on the show as mm-hmm. as well and kind of comfort zones yeah are a big thing that I talk about and the waffle shop wouldn't exist without me getting out of mine so to yeah. do make that move at kind of like such a young age like that must have been very scary thing for you to do uh, yeah it, it was and I think anybody's first time of like moving out of their parents house especially is like always like yeah. frightening um but I think for me like I'd done so much of it throughout my life like I I went to a grammar school which was very much like focused on academic subjects and music was never like I guess they never just encouraged you to do it um and so while all my friends kind of carried on to the grammar school sixth form I went to like a music college and I like was the only person from my school that went there and like I always I never went to university all my friends went to university um when all my friends were going out on Friday and Saturday nights I was singing in pubs so like I'd always just kind of chased my dream and pushed everything else to the side and kind of stepped out my my comfort zone because I had to in order to like achieve my dream um so yeah I guess I'd kind of got used to it but it's still like a big step for a 19 year old who's not had that I call like university like a halfway house of like being in education and then like living out by yourself and I missed obviously that and just went straight into it so um yeah it was obviously like a scary time but I knew it was the right thing to do no I, I love that because there's a there's a point of it as well like when it comes to like consistency and Mm -hmm. there's I mean it's quite like a good thing to have like especially from such a kind of I don't want to say young age because obviously you're still an adult at like 19 yeah um but like to know what you wanted to do and to be prepared to kind of take those kind of like risks and those steps like to get to what you wanted like is so brave because I think people I mean I didn't do it till I was 30 And Mm. there's some people out there that kind of who never, ever do it. And it's so refreshing to hear like from someone from that kind of background be like, if you want something like regardless of like the fear and stuff involved, just Mm -hmm. do it because obviously it can lead to like some incredible things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is that was bred into me, but I just always had this thing inside me that just like was like stuff what anyone else says, like I'm going to go for what I want because I know that I'm good at something. And I was very, very blessed that I have like the most supportive like parents in the world 
who whenever I've said I wanted to do anything they've like helped me get there however they can and I think you know like life lessons for me were like people in school picking on me because I had a YouTube channel and like I sang I did the talent show and like all those people that used to laugh at me I'm now like laughing with them yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly so I think things like that just really pushed me to to carry on and and really do it it kind of it's the driving force behind some of it isn't it it's kind of like and this just sounds so cheesy but it's the first thing that pops into my head and I don't even know why it's popped into my head but it's like I'm sure there's like a Taylor Swift song about like people throwing bricks and instead like she built a castle I don't know what song it is it might be like shake it off or something like that I'm not sure probably it's it's something but I don't know what I know it's a Taylor Swift song it's gonna but it'll pop into my head like two o'clock in the morning (laughs) that's that's what it was that's what keeps Um, you awake at night that's what you get Taylor Swift (laughs) and that sounds weird that sounds like I'm gonna shut up now and change okay (laughs) god um so when it comes to the kind of like the singing and kind of see from at the age that you knew that that's what you wanted to do This might be a little bit of a deep question, but can you remember like the first song that you heard or the first person that you've seen perform live and you just kind of decided, like, or knew that's what I want to do? Absolutely. So I think I was, yeah, no, I was 14 when um, Adele released 21 and Emily Sande released our version of events. And those two albums were literally like, that's what I want to do. And I think Sam Smith, their first album as well, like yeah. they're three artists that I'm like, that that really gave me everything that I needed to be like, I want a career in music and I want music like that. Yeah. Um, because especially with their music, like it hits all age categories and just like it's timeless. You could listen to it in 20 years. It doesn't sound dated. Yeah. Um, but those two albums specifically, I rinsed and I was lucky enough to see Adele when she did the 25 tour. And I remember being like, yeah, this is, this is it, man. That's like yeah. so cool. Um, so yeah, definitely those two artists and those two albums. When I was like 14, I was like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so those are deep albums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I knew what I wanted. <laughs> yeah heartache yeah exactly Tears, that pain. yes yes and that Give is what i do me. best <laughs> that's it no do you know what it's i absolutely love that you said those two artists because i have a really weird kind of i don't want to say relationship because isn't again it make this podcast is making me sound weird this one <laughs> so apologies to anyone i'm Hopefully everyone that listens to this knows that I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> not a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, not a weirdo, please. <laughs> um, but Adele's music, for some reason, just, it's like she's singing about, like, certain milestones and certain things that have happened yeah. in my life. So to kind of speak to someone who has kind of felt that as well, mm-hmm. and then they kind of had your career kind of inspired on the back of something that, again has someone else kind of like either written or a feeling that it's kind of produced or made you feel yeah. like I actually I, I really appreciate that because it makes me feel like oh okay you're not so much of a weirdo if you yeah. want to cry to someone like you again 
<laughs> not at all not at all and I think that kind of music taught me one of the biggest lessons in songwriting is that like to be so very personal and yeah. like basically tell other songwriters that you're writing with your deepest darkest darkest secrets and disguise that in a song that is so personal but personal yet so relatable is like one of the best things ever and I I think that really comes through in Adele's music is like she's she can sing about every breakup and every like hard thing that she's had to go through and for viewer like listeners to hear that and think yeah. I relate to that like I've been through that as well and then as an artist as well to hear that people relate it makes both sides feel less alone um and I think that's something that I I really learned in my music um, and especially like when I wrote Roots, that really taught me a lesson of like, although I'm writing about something that's very personal to me, if I can write it in a particular way that can be molded to yeah. other people's certain situations, like it just makes everything feel a little bit more relatable and makes people feel less alone. Um, so no, you're not a weirdo. We all cry. <laughs> we all cry to Adele. <laughs> But yeah. you know what, but you kind of, you, I feel like you've kind of just answered what my next question was going to be with that then, because when you said like that was kind of like the inspiration and kind of some of the stuff that like you obviously, you you draw inspiration, sorry, when it comes to like people like Adele and uh, Emily Sunday, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you like, that's the impression I get with Roots that, like I said, like I've listened to it like a while ago to that kind of situation, it related to it. And now I'm in another yeah. situation, it's kind of relating to the same thing. Yeah. Has there been any of whether it might be Roots or any of you, obviously, like like your brilliant songs that people have been like, thank you, I've related to it on this level. And uh, how do you kind of deal with that? How is it? I imagine it's quite a proud feeling. Absolutely. I, I think like a really good example of that was my first like official single in 2020, which was called Invisible. Yes. And I I wrote it about mental health and like I was really, really struggling and I was being invited to these like red carpet events and like being on camera just scared the shit out of me sorry yeah. if I'm not allowed to swear but oh, no, right. it's it scared <laughs> sorry, me <now>. so much <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> um but it's it scared me so much and I was I was really going through like an eating disorder kind of just yeah. weight thing and and not feeling great about it and like one of the really personal lyrics in that song is like my father like said I was overweight and like how do I deal with that and like maybe I should just like disappear altogether and I I wrote that song and and genuinely thought I can never release this like it's way too personal and it's way too like about my situation and no one's gonna like be able to relate to that um and weirdly like my label at the time really convinced me I mean I loved it but they really convinced me to put it out there and and were like yep people will relate to this and they did and that's the thing that like was really surprising to me was like fans were messaging me like thank you so much for this because I've never like thought that anyone would understand my situation and although I had those very specific personal lyrics in there like people were just like the general message like is is my life Um, And that was really eye-opening for me. And just like such a great feeling as someone who's like really gone through some dark stuff to be like, oh, I'm not alone in that. It's powerful though, isn't it? And I think it's well like, and I kind of say this quite lightly, but in a way it kind of makes the hard times worth it. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of like to have 
that feeling of like you're not like alone going through this kind of stuff and you like you don't actually realize until you kind of you're standing on the other side of it and you've got this yeah. incredible whether it's you know a song whether it's a feeling whether it's a relationship whatever it might be and being like this is like a like I don't know how to describe it but it's like a real moment of kind of like pride and being like yeah and proof that good things can still happen from the absolutely. hard times absolutely absolutely and I it's taken me a few years to realize that but I I say that now about like every relationship or situation that I've ever yeah. had is like although I've been so hurt like I've been able to make such beautiful art out of those situations and now I'm on dating apps and I'm like I'm basically employing these boys to break my heart <laughs> so I can write an album, like, an album out of it. <laughs> break it like I need music so um but yeah it, it, you're right it really makes like the hard times worth it when you can look back and go like oh I'm past that but I also yeah. have this really lovely piece of music that other people can listen to when they're having a tough time um, and it gets us, I, I, I honestly feel like music can get me through any situation. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. It's, it's literally, mm. it's my, like my biggest coping mechanism. Yeah. Um, I need to kind of rewind a little bit. I just want to thank you for obviously sharing, obviously about your kind of like your journey and mm-hmm. obviously about like your eating disorder and stuff. And I don't, I don't want to kind of like delve into it, obviously. So feel comfortable. Um, and obviously share what you feel comfortable with sorry yeah because obviously your kind of journey turned into a little bit of a whirlwind yeah at one point like it was pre- I don't want to say like overnight because obviously you have put that hours in like you've grafted to get to that point but mm-hmm. was there a point of like feeling like overwhelmed or anything like that that it was like all of a sudden everyone knew who you were <laughs> yeah yeah and it was the hardest thing to deal with because like everyone always says oh like no one can prepare you for it but really like no one can prepare you for it and I actually used to live with Janet so and this was yeah this was the year before I I went on X Factor and I knew everything that she'd been through she'd warned me about everything like don't share your secrets don't tell the press team this or whatever and you get into it and you're like I'll be fine yeah um but it, it's not and it's suddenly having that kind of it's one of the biggest shows in the UK and yeah. like to have that massive audience suddenly know who you are literally overnight is is wild and it's scary um but I, I guess like now I'm stronger for it but at the time yeah. it was it, yeah it was super hard to deal with it's I imagine like what's fair like I think I when I'd we had a waffle with Janet like the mm. word that was used was like it was a storm yeah and it's kind of really not nice to kind of hear that you went through that storm but now it's kind of like you're standing on the other side of it like it didn't last forever and like mm-hmm. again like you've created this kind of resilience and this kind of body of work that even though I imagine some of it soundtracks like the really kind of like tough times I imagine when you're stood on a like stage and there's people singing those songs back to you it's like like you did that yeah yeah I think like I'm obviously going on a show like that comes with ups and downs and I remember like the X Factor tour and doing like Wembley Arena twice in one day and just thinking what on earth has happened (laughs) in like the space of three months like how have how have we got here and it was like 
what you could only dream of um to do that kind of stuff and obviously there's there's down things that come with it but it yeah. it just consumes your world especially and i i remember like just after we'd found found out who'd won and that was like it and the cameras went off and suddenly like the audience started leaving in the in the tv um yeah thing um in the studio and i I just remember crying on the stage. Like I just, I just sobbed because I was yeah. like, that's it. Like it's, it's been my whole world for three months and now it's over. And I was like, what do I do? Like what happens now? Yeah. And that's a really, really scary feeling. Was there like a, like, was there any kind of transition back into kind of, I don't want to say like normal life, but like, so I imagine it is very daunting. Like you said, like once the lights are sh- like turned off, it's like, mm-hmm well, what now? Like, yeah. like, I imagine you've been on such a high for such a long time. And then yeah. it's like, well, what, do what, do? what now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I was luckier than most, I guess, because I got told pretty instantly that I was going to get signed to um, Simon's label Psycho. Yeah. Um, so I think I found out like maybe five days after the final that I was yeah. being signed. So I knew that there was this like new world, like I'm yeah. signed to a record label. I'm going to be releasing music. Like it's not the end. And I think like, I, I say that I'm luckier because I don't know how it must feel to not have that. Yeah. Um, and like some fellow contestants have like gone back to performing in pubs and things like that. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just, I guess, to go from that to being on a TV show and then go back to pubs and things like that, it must be like a crazy adjustment. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was lucky that I knew there was like a, an, another part of my career on, on the horizon. Um, but yeah, I mean, just kind of going back home and like going into my shopping center and like, having people stop me and I remember like it was maybe like a week or two after the final it was like a freaking meet and greet outside H&M like it was so (laughs) bizarre and and no one kind of guides you to like deal with that in any way so I think yeah it's just an adjustment but you've got to deal with it by yourself which is it's hard honestly I thought you um, I I think I said it and I'm very kind of in awe when I have like women on the show because obviously I was raised by me and I honestly your resilience and your ability to kind of bounce back from these kind of things and just like nope we keep going like it amazes me like on genuinely like on a daily basis um you mentioned about music being a coping mechanism and I love to ask especially like my musical guests when I have them on the show um but you know, I imagine obviously you can throw some shapes, like yeah. you love to mm-hmm. kind of enjoy yourself. What oh, song yeah. needs to be playing to get Grace on the dance floor? Okay, so there's two, which okay. I I call them like my my desert island songs. Like if I was love stuck that. and stranded on a desert island and I had these songs to keep me going for the rest of my days, it would be um, Murder on the Dance Floor by Sir Felix Baxter. I've been waiting for so long for someone <laughs> to say this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. And then the other one is Release Me by Agnes, um, which was just like my childhood bop. Um, so, yeah. Big song. Yeah, two big bangers. Disco <laughs> tunes, we love. <laughs> love that. So on the flip side, and I feel like I, I know kind of like what the answer might be to this question. Mm. 
but when you're in the fields and you're kind of pretending to be in a music video and like you're looking sad out the window on a rainy day what Mm -hmm. song is playing to kind of bring out that emotion um somebody else by 1975 um yeah that one like I'm so close to getting the lyrics tattooed on me like I've had a sign made with those lyrics like I it's one of my favorites of all time um and there's a song called impossible by nothing but thieves um which is incredible and basically any Adele song ever (laughs) but yeah (laughs) yeah I also I have like a sad song playlist that I made on Spotify and when I know that I'm like stressed or like going through something I will put it on and force myself to cry and I feel so much better after (laughs) I love that yes This yeah, is one of my favourite things to do. <laughs> yeah, it's literally my crying playlist. But whenever I'm like on a train and looking out the window, I always feel like Warwick Avenue by Duffy is like my music video song. I don't know why, but I'm like, this is me. I'm staring out the window. Warwick Avenue is playing. <laughs> I think you might have just become my new favourite person. I love <laughs> <Really>? that song. <laughs> so good. So good. And the video. Oh. Well, well, I'm actually looking forward to my commute tomorrow to work. <laughs> Purely for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so to kind of wrap this little waffle up, I want to know like what's next? Because obviously you've got this body of work now. Like, are you you're you must be desperate to get out on tour. Like, what, what's next? Yeah, I mean, it's it's harder now that I'm independent. Um, so I released my first EP as an independent artist last year. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of like an eye-opening experience and just sort of like trial and error and went way better than I expected. So um, I've and got rightly another... so, like some of the songs on there, like <laughs> are either they're punching you in the gut, like bringing that emotion out of you, or you're like, mm, I could dance to this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a good mixture. (laughs) Or like dance and cry at the same time, you know? (laughs) Also one of my favorite things to do. Yes. (laughs) Dance, cry. Um, Yeah. So there's another EP coming this year. I'm very, very excited. Um, There's a single coming out very soon, like ridiculously soon. Um, So yeah, I'm super, I've not announced it yet, but I'm very excited about that. Um, and yeah, I guess like a tour is, is something that I would love to do. Um, I'm definitely planning a headline show. I'm thinking London, um, and something like small and intimate and like, maybe like church vibes, that would be really great. Um, so yeah, definitely all in the works. Um, but yeah, sadly nothing I can like officially announce yet. It's okay. It's not (laughs) disappointed or anything, but (laughs) no, honestly, it is. It's so exciting. And these kind of songs, regardless of like what venue you're in, like they deserve to be heard. And it's especially, I know I keep going back to like Roots, it, but it is really one of those songs. And I think considering now I know kind of like what inspires you and your songwriting, you've smashed it with that one. And I think one of the words I would use to describe it would be timeless. And to see that in a kind of like a church style setting would literally, yeah. I hate using this word, but it's a little bit magical. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah. Honestly, I, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Thank you. No, I'm really, I'm buzzing about it, but um, yeah, hopefully it's going to be a good year. <laughs> it will be. It will be. 
If not, we'll just whack the sad playlist on and hop on a train. There you go. Yeah, that's always <laughs> always Plan B. <laughs> Thank Amazing. you so much for joining me for a waffle. I've done honestly, like I really loved it. And again, I keep saying it, but like I love having musical guests on the show to hear kind of like the music behind it. And obviously I don't work in that kind of industry, but hearing kind of what kind of your goals are and sit hearing like how determined you've been from, you know, from literally day one, like you're going to explode in a good way not like in a no <laughs> oh no <laughs> no thank you that's that honestly means an awful lot and thank you so much for having me on i really appreciate it's been a pleasure <laughs> how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.